Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back, family. I'm so excited because I'm sitting down with the incredible Jess Hoover, which there is a pattern. We've met on Clubhouse, like many of the other people I've interviewed. But again, if you're not on Clubhouse, you need to get on it because the connections that you build there are freaking incredible. But Jess is an incredible human. And Jess, just like introduce yourself, share what you do and all the things and we'll get into it. All right. Well, thank you, Danielle, so much for having me. I am a music producer and a songwriter and a recording artist, and I am in Los Angeles. And so I am very heavily in the music industry, but also uh, have a couple of groups that I started um, with women in music and particularly women in audio engineering and also music production just because there's only 2% of us in there. So I am very passionate about bringing women up and encouraging women to do what I do. That's amazing. Amazing. And um, I know you've, you've like helped like, well, very well-known musicians. And um, do you get asked first, we'll, we'll get into the whole other aspect of this whole thing, but I wanted to ask you, do you get a lot of people asking you like, so you're in the industry. Like, who have you, who have you helped? Like, I want to know all the things. Have you gotten a lot of those? Yes. Um, yeah, definitely. And, you know, for a while it was uncomfortable for me to talk about also because I started off in the industry as a ghostwriter. So I couldn't talk about a lot of my clients. Um, I can, you know, say certain things with certain of, you know, I worked with so-and-so I worked in Mm so-and-so. But a lot of times, writer, I was signing NDAs left and right. And so, you know, working on these giant songs and with these giant artists, but couldn't say anything about it. So it wasn't until literally a year ago where I transitioned into, hey, you know, I appreciate it. Not going to be a ghostwriter anymore. My name's going to be on things now. Um, So, but I mean, I get people all the time who ask, you know, who's the biggest artist or what's the craziest experience or, you know, all sorts of questions related to who I've worked with. So, right. I don't know. That's amazing. And I think like for those people that have like been in your situation where they've been the ghostwriter, but now they want to step out into this is me and this is what I do. And like, that must feel amazing, right? Like how, how good does that feel? It does. Because for me, you know, it wasn't like I wanted to be a ghostwriter. I just had the opportunity and I was like, I should take this. And I had a mentor at the time who was like, just do it. You're in the room. And I was like, all right, we're doing this. So, and I had opportunity after opportunity and you don't want to say no, but for me, it was definitely a lot of self-worth. It was like, Mm -hmm. um, 
and also I was always, unless there was an artist in there too, I was always the only woman in the room. So, you know, it was like, oh, I should just be grateful that I have this opportunity. And I never spoke up for myself. So, you know, because I just thought, oh, I'm not good enough. It was constantly that internal battle. And it wasn't until some major life changes a year ago where I was like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I'm not doing this because I love it. I'm doing it because it was comfy to just be in the umbrella and, you know, and a worth issue. So I was like, well, yeah, freaking, I deserve this. And I work just as hard and I'm just as good as any other man in that room. Yes. And that's like, that's stepping into your power. And it's so like, that, that's, oh, yeah. that's so important for anybody who's in, in any type of industry, like learns to do. Um, I kind of want to get into the spectrum of mental health because I know we've been, that's how we met. We've been, we were in a room um, called Influencers on Mental Health and yes. um, where we have incredible, incredible conversations that we get into the, the nitty gritty of what mental health is and how, you know, it should be spoken more about. So yes. I kind of want to get into with the business that you're in and even with the artists that you've helped. How is like mental health aspect of it? Like with, even with like, say, let's go from your artists, like, you know, dealing with, say you have a client and you're dealing with them, you know, for, I don't know how long you, you deal with clients for, but like, do you see them burnt out? All the time, mm. all the time. And, you know, my clients now who are recurring clients, they joke, they're like, oh, therapist Jess, you know, like I have this very intentional, there's like this nice little green leather chair back here. That's like, <laughs> just like a very safe space. Like I'm very passionate about that. Like having a nice cozy, safe space and see and a Corgi. Yes, I know. I'm thrilled to be so in the room cute. with me. Um, so, you know, I have like just uh, created an atmosphere where it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to talk about whatever, because the best songs come out of just the best songs that I've worked on that I've worked on like with others and everything. It's just coming out of like a raw vulnerable space. And a lot of times artists are coming in working with me, whether we're here, whether we're in a major studio, mm -hmm. we're having to be vulnerable. They're having to talk about their feelings or a, a traumatic experience or anything. And that has to be, you know, be able to be spoken about without being judged. Like I've worked with other producers who I try to talk to about, you know, a song that I wrote, with a previous partner of mine who had severe alcoholic, um, alcoholism and drug addiction. And he just didn't get it. You know, when I was getting emotional, trying to sing the vocals, he didn't get it. He was like, Oh, you know, <laughs> like, well, this is emotional for me to talk right. about and right. sing about because I lived this. And so I never want to make someone, you know, feel like, uh, you know, or they're a burden or like their experience isn't valid. Or, you know, someone said to me the other day, the trauma Olympics, you know, like we're not comparing traumas here or, or that trauma dumping or whatever. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's whatever you've been through that can be turned into something really beautiful in a song and will touch so many other people. You have no idea. So that is very important to be able to openly talk about mental health in what I do. And it's not talked about enough. It really isn't. 
It's so true. And it needs to be talked about more because it's something that we don't learn about in school. Like there's no, there's no program (laughs) on mental health and there should be, there really, really should be. Um, So let's go specifically to you and your mental health with, you know, the, the job that you have. And it's, you know, you're, you're busy all the time. You're helping all these, you know, these incredible, incredible artists. And, but what do you do to make time for you? to fill your cup? Yes. And that's a great question because I live with bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. and I also have PTSD and PTSD is kind of the thing. I feel like that, um, you know, you can have, and sometimes I feel like the word triggers is overused, but it's, it's accurate. You have triggers that you can just be going throughout your day. And then all of a sudden something reminds you of a past event or something that happens and it puts you in a dissociative spiral and you're like, whoa, and you kind of disconnect. And so when that happens for me, what's really important is, um, cause this will happen if I'm like really working a lot. Mm-hmm. So I have to just take a step back. And for me, it's, just stopping and closing my eyes and kind of like partial sensory deprivation, but also then, okay, what do I hear around me? What do I um, smell around me? So mindfulness Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. essentially is so, it helps me just calm down my nervous system and just kind of recalibrate because I tend to, you know, just kind of keep going, going, going with these sessions um, and almost, you know, just fill up the cup a little too much on the work side, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then I just have to make sure, okay, mindfulness is works for me. It, I know it doesn't work for everyone, but it works for me and sleep stinking. But I've gotten better at it, but, uh, it is also crucial for bipolar. Um, just because if, you know, we can survive off of like three hours of sleep, but then then all of a sudden, you know, then that'll lead me to a manic episode, you know, at the end of the weekend. So um, those two things are probably my top things that I do to kind of recharge and reset myself. I think those are all so, 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 so important. And in regards to like you being bipolar and sharing your story vocally, for those people that are listening that have, you know, bipolar and they're like nervous to even talk to anybody about it, like, or to share their story, what kind of tips can you give them to step out of that comfort zone and start sharing? Because we all know when you start sharing your story, other people can relate to that and it could be such an incredible support system. So what kind of tips could you give in regards to that? Yes, my biggest advice would be therapy is the best thing you could ever do and finding you know, if you have even an inkling that, Hey, something's maybe not quite right. Or I feel super high, super low, whatever it is, even if it's not bipolar, just seek out an appointment with a psychiatrist, um, seek out a therapist, because for me, I am the queen of like, Oh, I'm fine. I, I got diagnosed pretty late in life with bipolar. It wasn't until an extreme manic episode where they were like, Hey, I think, you know, someone's like, I, I think you have bipolar disorder. It's not just PTSD. Um, so that was life-changing for me. And then also, you know, to trust, find someone you trust and to really trust what they're recommending for you as well. Because for me, you know, I would try a med and then get discouraged when it didn't work and then say, well, boohoo on this. Right. And then 
and be like, well, I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. I can, I can handle this. And then I'd go, you know, not be on meds and be a hot mess. So, but that, again, that's for me. So for me, it was like, okay, finding a trusted team where I can open up, be vulnerable. They'll help me find the right med. So I know it can be discouraging because it's a journey with mental health and diagnoses and finding the right medication for you, but it's so worth the end result because then, then you can actually live your life and have right. a good life and have friends and relationships. And, and I could not maintain that before without medication. That, no, that's amazing. And it's so true. And, um, and having that, and having that community that, you know, is so important as well to, to relate to and oh, yes. to be that support system for you. Um, kind of pivoting a little bit back into your business and, and the and clubhouse. Let's talk about the app for a little bit, because I know for me, the app has been incredible with building those relationships and, you know, creating a buzz with my business, my businesses. Yes. Um, but for you, how has the app kind of changed your life? In a lot of ways, right? which I'm so surprised about because here I am, you know, hearing about this Clubhouse app a handful of months ago. And so I figured I'd give it a whirl. And one of the first groups I land in is the influencers on mental health. Um, you and Jake and Britt and, um, you know, everyone started and, oh my gosh, I just, it was like, oh, I, I found some people who, who go through and who struggle with, you know, what I go through. Um, and some people who are also in the industry, you know, talking about it. I just, I felt kind of connected, you know, to some random people. And then all of a sudden I've made some of my best friends from this app, which is also wild to me. But I was in the right headspace, I think, for it too, you know, kind of going into it, not really sure what to expect. And then, you know, obviously it was great. So on the mental health side, amazing mm -hmm. for me how that started and obviously got me plugged into space movement, yep. which is incredible. And if you haven't heard about it, go look it up because it's it changed my life, yeah, um, yeah. that peer community support group. But with the business side, also life-changing. I met um, someone who I do a lot of business with now who, um, who's connected to a bunch of people in the industry. I've, I've had people contact me who are with major labels. I mean, I worked with a major label last week because of Clubhouse. You know, I wrote for one of their artists. So it's just, you know, things that I never expected to happen and, and also just there's so many amazing artists on clubhouse so i love sneaking in the rooms and not even going on stage but just like listening seeing the, poten maybe, what the potential know, what, yeah. like yeah no i love it and exactly i think that what's important here though like is if you're on the app like to and if you want to you know build your business or build your community you have to like you have to raise your voice a little bit even if it's not on stage you've got to slide into those dms and make those connections because you're just on the app to just be on it. Like, and if you want to build some relationships, you have to use your voice. So I love that. Yes. And I absolutely love you so, so much. And for the listeners that are listening right now, how can they find you? Because I want to support you as well. So how can they find you? Yes. Okay. Well, Danielle, I love you so much too. You were one of the first people to encourage me 
on that app too, especially when I was going through some crazy health stuff. So thank you. You are beautiful and wonderful. I love Um, you. (laughs) So how you can support me. I am on Instagram. That's primarily what I use because I feel like Facebook is a drama llama. Maybe everything (laughs) is a drama llama, but, um, so on Instagram, I'm at Jessica Hoover music. Um, and then also you can find me on my website, jessicahoover.com. I freaking love that. And I think were we, you hit 10 K because of clubhouse. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Britt Bronson out here. She was like, Hey everyone, just a super close that one day. That one. And yeah, a room got me to 10 K. It was insane. Yeah. And it's not, it's not about the followers, but like literally those, those are incredible, incredible connections that you have now to reach out to and support, like they can support you and you can support them and all of that. So that's why I think everybody needs to be on the app anyway. But I absolutely adore you. And if you guys love, loved, love this episode, please tag myself and Jess. We will share it on our stories. We will DM you, show you some love. So I just appreciate you so much, Jess. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you too. And thank you again so much for having me. I adore you. You're wonderful. I adore you. 